is Ashley Poptodorova, founder of Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries, and I want to tell you about my good friends at AnyPest. With five-star reviews, safety protocols in place, and over 30 years in business, they are the absolute best for all of your pest control needs. If you are dissatisfied with your current company, call my friends at AnyPest today. Visit AnyPest.com. Welcome to Ladies Who Love Christ, where we love to encourage you to build intimacy with Christ. We'll bring you insights and teachings to help you grow in your walk with Jesus, ultimately becoming the strong, godly woman you were created to be. Here's Ashley Pope Todorova. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries Live. We are so excited to be here with you today. This is a very special week. It is only our second week live here on air. We're actually producing this show live and it airs every weekend on Faith Talk. So we are so glad that you're joining us. For those who are maybe new and popping in, um, my name is Ashley Pope Todorova. I am founder of Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries, and we are just so um, thankful and blessed to be able to come to you with these episodes and these teachings. I want to thank our amazing ministry sponsors at AnyPest. They have made this um, broadcast and this show possible, and we are absolutely so grateful for them. So listen, be sure if you love to listen to podcasts, you find Ladies Who Love Christ wherever you like to listen to your favorite podcasts, you will find us there. You can also like and subscribe to Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries on YouTube and on all social media platforms. It is extremely important for us to be able to connect with you and to connect you to the heart of this ministry. We are a women teaching ministry, and we are here to help equip you to grow in the Word of God. So today, we are going to dive right in. If you are a lady who loves to participate live and make these into a mini Bible study of sorts, now is the time to open that version app or open your Bible, and let's dig in. Today, we're going to be talking about motivation for the believer. Motivation for the believer in Jesus Christ. Who is it, and what is it? that should motivate us as Christians? What is our heart posture? What is it that we um, seek after daily? What are our motivations and and what should that look like in the life of a believer? So we're going to dive into that a little bit deeper today. Are we seeking to gain things from this world or are we seeking as a lady who loves Christ to sow eternal treasures, right? What sorts of things should we, as believers in Jesus Christ, what sorts of things should we be motivated by? What should motivate us and what should drive us? We're going to look at this a little bit deeper today. And then also, I want you to sort of keep these questions at the forefront of your mind. I always pose questions at the beginning because I want you to be um, really purposeful to look for these answers in scripture, right? The last thing is how can we glorify Jesus Christ and use our vocation and our location, our, our strategic placement to bring glory and honor to his name? 
Ladies, you know, this is the heart of Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries as a teaching ministry, that there is nothing more important you will ever do with your life. And as women, we get to do a lot of really incredible, amazing things. But there is nothing more important that you will ever do with your life than building and seeking and developing intimacy with Jesus Christ. In this fast-paced world, part of the reason for this message today, in this fast-paced world, there are so many false messages. There are so many false doctrines and false messages that are bombarding the believer in Christ. There are our message messages that are seemingly subtle that say, you can do this, you can live this way, you can act in this way, you can pursue these things. And at the same time, you can serve and honor and glorify Jesus. And listen, the things of the world and the things of Christ are so far from each other. We as ladies who love Christ, our aim, our motivation, our focus is to bring glory and honor to Jesus Christ, right? So we're really going to unpack these things today. When we as ladies who love Christ are not saturating ourselves in the word of God, when we don't know God's message, we're going to end up buying the world's message. We are going to end up buying the world's system and the world's way of doing things. When scripture is very clear, so very clear and, and very detailed as to how we are to live our lives as, as believers in Jesus Christ. Most of these messages that are pushed to us, the, these, these messages that can be seemingly good, but we know that the, the enemy doesn't always come with flaming arrows. Sometimes he comes with things that look good or look pleasing. We know that these worldly messages of motivation and perseverance, the ones that follow that worldly pattern, will oftentimes do one of several things. If you're a note taker, I'd love for you to write these down. If you're listening to Ladies Who Love Christ on Faith Talk, do not worry. You can come back and make a study out of this and find Ladies Who Love Christ on all major podcast platforms. The first thing that these messages will do, these worldly messages, is they distract us. Worldly patterns, worldly thought processes, worldly ways distract us. The second thing is they deceive us. There are messages that will deceive us as believers in Christ if we are not on guard and aware and purposeful to seek after Jesus Christ. The enemy comes to deceive. And ladies, you've got to understand it is not just through blaring obvious things. Sometimes it's things that are so seemingly good, right? They seem good. They seem right. But we know, we know as a believer in Jesus Christ, if they're not matching up with scripture, okay, the inerrancy, which we're going to talk about later of scripture, then they are not uh, messages for us. The third thing is they destroy. These are all the D words here today. They destroy our effectiveness in witnessing. When we as ladies who love Christ are going out in this world, we're not staying plugged into Christ. We're buying the lies. We're buying these false messages. We're buying into them. We're living our lives sort of patterned after these worldly messages. That destroys our effective witnessing for Jesus Christ. The fourth thing, sweet ladies, is that these messages, these worldly patterns, these worldly things will derail us. To derail is to throw off track. Think of a train on a, a smooth track, and that train is thrown off. We are thrown off track. We are derailed, right? And you can imagine that that, too, diminishes our witness for Jesus Christ. 
see the uh this is the same this is the same in terms of motivation in the life of a believer motivation can take different forms in our lives ladies and and, and i'm not saying motivation is bad but what are we allowing our motivations to be directed towards and and how do we choose to use them right how do we choose to use that that drive and that motivation in our lives to whom let me pose this question in a different way to whom do we choose to use these motivations and these um pursuances right and maybe these goals for See, the topic for today's episode came up when Alex and I, my dear husband, love him so much. We have the best conversations on our front porch, and we were just sitting outside talking to each other, and we were talking about motivation and and um, how motivation misplaced, improperly placed in the life of a believer, how that can wreak such havoc in our lives. But yet, on the same hand, motivations literally placed in the hands of Jesus, literally bathed in prayer um, that line up with scripture, because as the believer in Jesus Christ, we know that scripture is what we go, what we go to for our, um, for our, our guidebook, for everything that we need to know, right? Um, How, how that can be used for such good and, and to bring such glory and honor to Jesus Christ. Ladies, what our source of motivation is shows where our heart is. What are we seeking after? What are we chasing after, right? What are we allowing our motivation and our goals and our all the things that we pursue in a day? What are we allowing those things to be used for? When we are led away, and that's why I feel the urgency to, to provide this episode and this message today, but when we are led away by false motivations and promises, things that never deliver, This is precisely where the enemy will trip us up. He will diminish our witness and our effectiveness in this world, right? We cannot say that we are a believer in Christ, but yet we choose to live our lives in a worldly pattern. So today we're going to unpack because scripture is so very clear. That's what I love about scripture. And we're going to talk about the inerrancy of scripture and what that means. But scripture is so very clear about the source of our focus. Now, please understand, motivation is not a bad thing in and of itself. Being driven and having that driven, um, purposeful personality, God gives us our personalities. That's not a bad thing. But left unchecked, listen close, left unchecked and not surrender to the feet, to the feet of Jesus, they can become a source through which the enemy uses to distract and derail you. And so we are going to unpack that a little bit deeper today. And what do godly motivations look like, right? What do godly motivations look like in the life of a believer? And we're going to dig into that a little bit more. I'm going to start out with Matthew 6.33 before we go to break. And and this is going to be the point that we pick back up with after the break. It says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. These ladies, these must be the top priorities of the true disciple who trust in God right? This is our our top priority for the true disciple who trusts in God to direct her steps, 
So we are going to unpack this a little bit deeper after the break. We're looking at motivations today. I just want to thank our incredible ministry sponsors and their show sponsors at AnyPest for making this programming possible. Uh, if you're tuning in on Faith Talk, join us on Tuesdays live as we produce the show so you can be a part of the conversation. We'll be back after the break. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ladies Who Love Christ. We'll be back with more right after this. My name is Ashley Poptodorova, founder of Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries, and I want to tell you about my good friends at AnyPest. With five-star reviews, safety protocols in place, and over 30 years in business, they are the absolute best for all of your pest control needs. If you are dissatisfied with your current company, call my friends at AnyPest today. Visit AnyPest.com. We're back. This is Ladies Who Love Christ. Here's Ashley Pope Todorova. Hello and welcome back. If you're here tuning in live, we're so glad to have you. Or maybe you're listening to this program on Faith Talk. My name is Ashley Pope Todorova. I'm the founder of Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries. And today we are talking about motivation for the believer and, and what does that look like? Who and what should we, as a lady who loves Christ, um, be motivated by and and what are worldly patterns of um, uh, motivation versus godly healthy um, patterns of motivation and I really feel like the lines have been blurred a lot in this day and age in terms of this very topic and I know that the enemy does work through it so I'm just glad to be here and if you are popping in and this is the first time you have heard ladies who love Christ. Find us on all major podcast platforms. Subscribe, share us with your friends. We are so glad that you're here. So before the break, I was unpacking Matthew 6.33, and we're going to sort of cover some points. So if you are a note taker, go ahead and write these down. Matthew 6.33 says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added to you. Ladies, these should be our top priorities as a believer in Jesus Christ, to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, not to seek after things that we feel will provide um, safety in our lives or provision in our lives, but to seek after Jesus, to seek after his kingdom and his righteousness. And because I, I do love to teach, and I know that there are ladies who, who uh, I've been there, you know, we've all been there where we don't know everything, right? Oh, I don't know everything. Even, even now, there's a lot that I do not know. But when it comes to righteousness, I found that a lot of ladies don't even really know what exactly that is, or what that means. This is mainly defined as justice, his justness, and divine holiness. See, God's standard alone, God's standard, not the world's standard, is what defines true righteousness, and his power enables it all, right? His power, not our power, not our efforts, not our, our pursuances, but, but God and God alone. 
Listen, when it comes to righteousness, unless God is its author, we can never possess righteousness. No man's efforts or pursuance can ever result in this. To be righteous, essentially, ladies, means to be right with God. And see, in this world that says you can create your life, you can create your outcome, you can create your whatever, fill in the blank. There's so many false messages, destiny. Oh, my goodness. We as ladies who love Christ know that that is not the case. A heart that is right with God, a heart that is purely right with God is a life I spoke about this a little last week, is a life that bears fruit. A heart that is right with God is a life that bears fruit. And for your um, studies later in the week, I highly recommend you go to John um, 15 and read through that, the vine and the branches and what it means to truly abide in Christ, okay? The fruits of the Spirit, when we are when we are seeking God's righteousness, things that that please him, right? The fruits of the spirit are so evident in our lives. I want you to turn to or write this down or come back to it. Galatians 5, Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 through 25. It says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, hang on each word, gentleness, and self-control. The law is not against such things. Now, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its desires. They have crucified the flesh with its desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step. Let us keep up with the Spirit, okay? Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, or envying one another, so, so when I look at that, I think that is just God's goodness in the life of a believer that these qualities show in your life. They show your heart posture that it is not about keeping up with the Joneses. It's not about comparing your life away. It's not about um, throwing your family away, literally um, chasing after empty pursuits, chasing after whatever that proverbial ladder is that you're trying to climb and just simply resting in God's goodness and God's righteousness and seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. We pursue righteousness when we pursue the character of Christ, ladies. That is what we pursue. And when we desire holiness, holiness, you don't hear a lot about holiness today rather than fleshly indulgence. We choose as ladies who love Christ, our motivations, our heart posture, our um, where we're placing our attention. We choose not to pursue self-righteousness, which is quite obviously the message of this world today. Self-righteousness, everything for yourself to bring attention and whatever to you. Rather, we are placing that at the feet of Jesus and we pursue true righteousness and to walk in step with the spirit. I love that. That is a life lived in total surrender to Jesus Christ. It's a life that says everything that is in my life has touched my life or will touch my life has been filtered through the sovereignty. That is the authority, the complete control of a sovereign, holy father that knows all. So we pursue him. Self-righteousness is what the world says to pursue. Ladies, that's the opposite of what God says. And that's the opposite of what God desires. See, self-righteousness makes a list of rules and checks all of the boxes. 
with a little heart change. I love Proverbs 4.23, and it says, guard your heart above all else, for it is the source of life. Where are we allowing our hearts to go on a daily basis? To whom are we sharing our hearts with? To whom are we opening up our hearts to? Is it to the world and these worldly patterns and maybe the enemy's subtle messages? Or is it totally, completely laid down and surrendered at the foot of Jesus Christ? Proverbs 4.26 says, carefully consider the path for your feet and all your ways, all your ways will be established carefully consider the path of your feet. Essentially, what that's saying is consider your steps, consider your ways, triple filter everything that you do when you're setting your goals and and your motivations and those things. As we move on to the next point, it is that those who are in Christ can uh, continue seeking God. Those who are in Christ Jesus continue seeking God in order to please him. It is a lifetime of seeking him. It is a lifetime of of laying down and surrendering everything to him. It's a life that says, I don't have to have all the pieces. I don't have to know all the pieces, but you, Lord, do. Colossians 3 uh, verses 1 and 2 says, so if you've been raised with Christ, seek the things above where Christ is at the right hand of God. Set your mind. Ladies, set your minds. There is a deliberate choice in that. Set your mind on things above. That we choose not to seek accolades, accomplishments, or financial markers to determine our value, but we simply seek God in order to please Him, to please Him because of what He has done for us. He has done everything for us. He has done everything for us. And him is life, eternal life. The world can never provide that. The enemy can never provide that. It it means when your focus is right and your eyes are set on pursuing Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone, he will use you in your vocation and he'll use you in your location. So you are strategically placed. He will use you to do incredible things. It does not mean that accolades and accomplishments are bad. Listen closely. It does not mean those things are bad, but misplaced in the life of a believer, they absolutely can be. They absolutely can be. Everything we do say and accomplish in this life should be a testament to Jesus Christ. Every accomplishment is nothing we've done, but we throw it back to the feet of Jesus as a form of worship. We throw it back to him. As we reflect on on motivations today, I want to leave you with these questions to ponder because I believe that that this show is just the very beginning, this episode, these teachings of what the Lord will walk out in your heart if you will purposely seek him. Number one, how can you and your placement honor God well? In your placement right now, where he has you, whether you like it or not, where he has you, how can you use that to honor God well? Whom does God want to use you to encourage in your career or your vocation or maybe through your story? How can you use your blessings and resources to bring glory and honor to Jesus Christ? How can you use your blessings and your resources to bring glory and honor to Jesus Christ? You see, motivation for the believer in Christ should never, ever, ever be self-seeking. 
We should never aim to live in balanced lives that push out Christ in order to to pursue things of this world. That is not what we do. You know, I love the verse, 1 John uh, 2.17. I'm reading from the New King James Version. It says, and the world is passing away and the lust of it. That is the love of the world. But he who does the will of God abides forever. In this particular text, that word abide, it's such a rich word, means to dwell in, to remain in, right? We dwell with him and we remain in him literally forever. Ecclesiastes 3.11 says he's made everything appropriate in its time. He has also set eternity in their heart without the possibility that mankind will find out the work which God has done from the beginning to the end. Our motivation as a believer in Jesus Christ, should be, ladies, simply put, with an eternal and a heavenly perspective. Our motivation should be that we point others to a saving relationship with Christ, starting in our homes and filtering throughout our lives. That we seek him fervently through his word. His will is revealed in his word. His full inerrant. Inerrant means without error. Every word of scripture from Genesis to Revelation, his inerrant word, completely and full of truth, is where we get to know his will. Ladies, I'm so glad you joined us for our second episode of Ladies Who Love Christ. If you're tuning in on Faith Talk, make sure you join us on social media as we produce our show live on Tuesdays at noon. Thank you so much to our incredible and amazing ministry sponsors at Any Pest. And as always, find Ladies Who Love Christ on all major podcast platforms and subscribe to us there. I look forward to having you join the conversation. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ladies Who Love Christ. For more, go to ladieswholovechrist.com and join us on Facebook, Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries.